when you talked last time and you said, you know, Memphis in the meantime, he's going from Nashville to Memphis. It's going from country to the blues. I think he's gone back now, right? If you like more blues oriented, bring the families for you. If you like more country, country rock, maybe slow turning is more your style, right? The sound of that super band from bring the family is not there. And maybe what we're hearing on slow turning is, more his real sound like maybe this is the real john hyatt like without all these other musicians sort of helping him drive the car you know um and then and of course slow turning um and of course stolen moments comes after this and it kind of picks up right where slow turning leaves off right it's it's kind of they're kind of similar in a way you know Welcome to John Hyamon, where we get off the Bruce Springsteen train and we get in the back of a pickup truck and head to Hyatt Town. We will be talking all about John Hyatt, the singer-songwriter from Indiana, who is better known as a songwriter than he is a performer. But we are about to change your mind, and hopefully, if you are a longtime fan of John's music or a newbie, Hello, everyone, and welcome to another new episode of Set Lessing Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson. We are getting off the Bruce Springsteen train, and we are driving south. That's right. We are another episode of John Hyatt Month. Um, I return guest, um, my good friend Skip from the Skip and Josh podcast. Uh, Skip, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be back to do another John Hyatt episode with you. I am so. Just in case someone missed the first three or four times you've been on the podcast, <laughs> tell us a little about yourself. Sure. <laughs> I am a married father of two. My wife, Diane. My son, Matthew, is 21. Selena is 19. I live in Montreal, Canada. Um, and me, we met Jesse because of you know, the boss we met because yes. of Bruce, you know, via Twitter or I don't know how exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we are both like I'm, I do my own podcast, independent podcast with my co-host, Josh. You know, like I said, I'm in Montreal. My co-host, Josh, is in Toronto and um, we do a podcast. It started off. We've been doing it for five years, more than 250 episodes. Um, it started off as a sports podcast. Yeah, we would we were kind of riffing on, you know, the stuff you see on ESPN, you know, where they talk about the the week in sports, the sort of topic of the day or the what's hot and what's not. Mm-hmm. And then um, the pandemic, there was no sports. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we we changed our format and to talk about other topics, you know, like just random stuff, our favorite songs of the 80s, our favorite movies of the 90s, our favorite uh French fries, you know, I yeah. think we did, right? Um, so some of the most recent ones, like we did an episode just about the TV show Ozark. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a really funny episode, Jesse, that we did recently about this. I don't know if you listened to it because it wasn't one of the favorite this and favorite that. Yeah. It was stories from our apartment when me and Josh were roommates. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was so much fun. And uh, I to prove that I listened, 
you yeah. drive by and you say, that's where our VCR is. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that story. If that no one that, has not heard that podcast. They're now going, what the hell are they talking about? Right. So that episode was so much fun to do. And, you know, my daughter's the one that said, you and Josh talk about all these crazy stories about when you guys were living together. Why don't you do a podcast episode about it? So we did. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of real doozy store, real special stories in there that are like, you know, doesn't happen to everybody. Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So, and one of the things when I had you on the first time, um, which I think is genius is everyone does top 10, everyone mm -hmm. does top five. And you guys said five isn't really enough, but 10, let's do seven. Yeah. And just randomly pick it. And so I love that. Yeah, that's you know, Josh's. That's Josh's thing. Let's do seven. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and I do think uh, one of the things is um, when you guys tell a topic beforehand. If I care about it, I shoot you an email right away, and you guys have made fun of me before. Like, we haven't even talked about it yet, and Jess has already given us feedback. There was uh, one time where we said we might do a topic. <laughs> it was like we didn't even we we didn't even do it yet, and then yeah. all of a sudden the next day I have an email with Jesse's top seven, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then uh, it's, it's so uh, it's it's really fun. Um, I, I love your Canadian um, bent. You know, it yeah. is definitely a Canadian view. Yeah. Uh, I, like and often, you know, I will share, you know, when you guys talk about announcers, you know, yeah. if if half of them are, you know, Canadian hockey announcers as, you know, this guy stuck in Dallas, Texas, I'm not going to get though. If we would not be, and I'm going to throw this uh, on a loop because we did not talk about this beforehand, but as we're recording this, the great Vince Scully just, uh, I was huh? thinking about reposting our announcer episode because of that. Cause yeah. I know he was in my list and I'm pretty sure he was in Josh's top list and i um, included it when i emailed yeah. and said mine uh when when chris heard about it my son he immediately started quoting for love of the game oh god it's me. crazy that he's in that movie like it makes it so realistic the fact that he's announcing that no winner you know oh and it's just it it is yeah he is the voice of baseball i tried to explain to my son last night I mean, my son's 21, right? But like, yeah. he doesn't know anything. He's a super sports fan. He can tell right. you everything about the NBA, the NFL, and the NHL. But yeah. when it comes to baseball, he doesn't know anything because it's, okay. baseball is an old guy sport now. You right. Know? Yes. Um, but I was trying to explain to him, like, I'm like, you know, Vince Scully was like their announcer of the Dodgers in the 50s. Yeah. That's when he started in the 50s. Yeah. He was the announcer when they had Jackie Robinson. You know? Yeah. And he announced up till a couple of years ago, right? Like, yeah. think about that. That's like, that's incredible. You know, I've been working for the same company for 22 years, but that's nothing compared to yeah. Vince Scully and the Dodgers. My, one of my favorite bloggers, uh, uh, Mark um, Evanier, talked about he never was a baseball fan, but his father was. His father loved the Dodgers. And he said he would every once in a while listen because it made his dad happy. Yeah. And he said he enjoyed, even after his father passed, sometimes he said, because there's a beauty to watching someone who is one of the best oh, yeah. of anything doing something. Yeah. And uh, and I, I just was, I just pulled this up on IMDb where 
He goes, and you know, Steve, you get the feeling that Billy Chappell isn't pitching at left-handers. He isn't pitching against pinch hitters. He isn't pitching against the Yankees. He's pitching against time. He's pitching against the future, against age. Even when you think about his career, about endings. And tonight, I think we might be able to use that aching old arm one more time to push the sun back up to the sky and give us one more day of summer. But the beauty of that that whole part is like, do you think that was written for him or did he write it? I I would believe right? he wrote it. I would too. I, I would too. I, in fact, in my, yeah. you know how we talked about, I don't want to know the stories. Like I remember being crushed when someone tried to explain to me that Puff the Magic Dragon was about drugs <laughs> oh and God. I was crushed. Like, no, no, yeah. this is no. Yeah. So, and, and so you and I have this, I I don't want to know. I, I I don't want to believe that they're all dead on Greece and they're flying off to heaven, right? I don't. <laughs> oh, God you know, forbid. <laughs> yeah, no. I yeah. just, you know, I, I want to have my belief. I want to believe in my mind that they went to Vin Cullen and said, "Hey, here's what's happening. What would you say?" <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, but we are not here to talk Vin Scully, though. I'm sure that would make a great episode, and I'm sure the next time you guys talk you will bring it up a little bit we We are talking john hyatt his his ninth album slow turning it was the follow-up to bring the family this was released in 1988 um it is um one of the only true radio hits he had um so you know you follow you get and last time we talked about you get his version of born to run bring the family this is he breaks you know he breaks three and now you got to follow up and so if you're springsteen you do darkness on the edge of town with hyatt he did slow turning Uh, i almost think there are more songs on it there there are more almost songs i like more as a whole than i do bring the family like there are three or four songs on bring the family that i would put at the very top mm-hmm. but consistently like there are more there bring the family has some great songs these have a couple of great songs and a lot of good songs yeah so i mean again yeah yeah no there's like 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 I said about Bring the Family, there's not a bad song on this album. Right. Um, and when I talked about Bring the Family last time, I told you that that album has a sound, right? Yeah. It's the sound of that band. Yeah. Um, and that band is not on a slow turning. No, right? no. So in slow turning, he has his new band, which was yeah. the band that he's used often after right. this. Yeah. The Goners, they call them, right? Right. Um. I actually saw Sonny Landreth at the Montreal Jazz Festival around this time touring oh, nice. by, by himself. Yeah. Um, so it's when you talked last time and you said, you know, Memphis in the meantime, he's going from Nashville to Memphis. It's going from yeah. country to the blues. I think he's gone back now. Right. So yeah. if you like more, more blues oriented, bring the families for you. If you like more country, country rock, maybe slow turning is more your style right um so the sound of that super band from bring the family is not there and right. maybe we're what we're hearing on slow turning is 
more his real sound. Like maybe yeah. this is the real John Hyatt, like without all these other musicians sort of helping him drive yeah. the car, you know? Um, and then, and of course, slow turning. Um, and of course, stolen moments comes after this and it kind of picks up right where slow turning leaves off. Right. It's, it's yeah. kind of, they're kind of similar in a way, you know? Yeah. And I'm really happy this way this worked out. Um, you and I have already talked to bring the family. We're bringing this one in. Betsy and I talked uh, Stolen Moments. And then uh, Michael Elliott and I did Perfectly Good Guitar. I love so Perfectly Good Guitar. Know, yeah. So we've gotten, <laughs> you know, we're going to four episodes covering about this, this really yeah. four in a row significant um, CDs that I think are amazing. You know, um, when, you, when you said you wanted to do this John Hyatt month, you sent yeah. out a, a an email to like your yeah your inner circle of fans, I guess. I, I'm hoping that's I'm part true. Of that. Yes, no, no, that is <laughs> it's true. And um, you you gave us like a grid, like a yeah. spreadsheet where we could fill yeah. in like what albums we wanted to talk about. Yeah, and then I I ticked off those four, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and I mean, obviously, I could talk about the live album, but that's that's not really fair, right? And yeah, um, but like. Like I mentioned last time, you know, bring the family, slow turning, stolen moments, perfectly good guitar. That is like the sweet spot of for me, anyways, right? Yeah. Of John Hyatt's career. Yeah. So Slugline was the first CD we we found about, and a, and a shout out to Rick Lisko, rest in peace, Rick. He is the first person that showed us to that. Um, I I don't remember if I told the story. If it's worth telling, when Linda turned. Uh, Linda was having her birthday and um, I, th I think it was her 55th birthday. I'm not sure. It was a pretty significant birthday and Rick came over for her birthday and he gave her, remember the iPod minis? Oh, I had one you of know, those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he said, here's your birthday present. Every John Hyatt CD was oh, preloaded into that. What a beautiful, you know, gift. And, and yeah, and so, and Linda just, you know, and then when he passed away a year or two later, you know, that it, it was even more significant for that. Um, so I also, but you know, like, I have that CD. I'm holding it up for you. Yeah. I don't know if you have this one. This yeah. is like the compilation of all those early albums. Yeah. And, and I've got, I, I came to that CD later with, with the Geffen years, you know, and, yeah. and they're much more pop oriented. It's a right. completely different sound as, as everything else we've described, you know, but yeah. there's some real great tracks on here. And there you talked are. about it, you know, she loves the jerk and yes. radio girl. And like, yeah. these are great songs, you know, but, yeah. but, you know, it's almost like a different artist. It is a different, and he really does keep, seem to reinvent himself and continue. Yeah. And I think, if you go and buy his latest CD or release, you'll go, well, this doesn't sound anything like the guy who did yeah. Bring the Family. And, yeah. and I'm not saying that as a criticism. It's just he is someone who loves making music and loves and, you know, and has different itches that he wants to scratch. And so I think it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah and right. You no, know, he's coming. You know, I looked up his tour, Jesse. Yeah. Um, he's going to be in Dallas area in September. I have tickets. I knew you did. Yeah, I was looking to see is there yep. anywhere on this tour that's even remotely close to me, and it's. I mean, it's. Yeah, there, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, I, I've only seen him once in concert, yeah. and that was in the Perfectly Good Guitar tour, and 
which it would be a, a fun. I mean, that's uh, Budokan live at Budokan. I'm sure uh, it was a fun show. I mean, it was at this very, very like well-known Montreal concert spot that called yeah. the Spectrum that doesn't exist anymore. Um, so it's like maximum 1,200 people, you know, yeah. and it was, I mean, it was a great show. Honestly, yeah. it was such a great show. Yeah, yeah he, he really he is. has we, so much fun. He has so much fun on stage, you know? Yeah, um, I've been lucky enough to see him four or five times. I, I'd have to count. Um, the past few times we saw him were solo. Right. Uh, were just acoustic and um and that was really beautiful that was really nice uh i remember the last time we saw him before rick passed we were there and um i told the story with betsy but um he had played in houston two nights mm-hmm. before and all the nasa astronauts oh wow there because they played blue telescope when they were up in the space shuttle love that song yeah. And so and John says, and I met the astronauts. We got to do my signed CDs. I took pictures and then I forgot to do Blue Telescope on the show when I was in front of in Houston. He says, so I'm doing it tonight for my friends at NASA. So, That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that is very I, I just I know I said it last time. I just loved your episode with Betsy. Like, yes. uh, first of all, Betsy's such a great speaker. My God, I wish. Yeah. Which I could I, talk like she does. <laughs> I, I would I would love talk. I, I any chance I can talk to Betsy, I can. And but I was uh, I was yeah. I was sitting at the my dining room table. I was eating lunch and I was listening to it. I was listening yeah. to the episode. And then she starts talking about, you know, the album and yeah. different than whatever. And then she mentions the song Child of the Wild Blue Yonder. And then in unison. You and me. Yeah. <laughs> say great song yeah <laughs> like, uh, like i said it out loud just as you said it to her it was it was like such a moment it was great i was like whoa what's going on here that's great and to yeah. pull the curtain back a little bit uh we were originally supposed to record in this a couple of weeks ago and betsy betsy was actually going to join us um uh skip was nice enough like oh yeah sure and this is before he had heard the discussion and so but she's traveling for work uh, I think we'll 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 just we'll get another album and the three of us will have a discussion because Betsy says she's open to talking John anytime. So yeah, clearly, yeah, I mean, yeah, she, she's she, awesome. She, I mean, I, I, like what makes John's music, and we'll we'll get into the Stolen Moments yeah. album. And I said it last time yeah. is that the the songwriting and is so personal. Yeah, um, to him, and yeah. and I mentioned it. I said it last time. Like this, a lot of the songs can be whatever you want them to be like i know i know slow turning is about you know his battle with sobriety and and you know yeah getting sober um i don't hear it that way you know me personally you know like yeah so for me that's that's a different type of song you know it's it's about sort of like uh anyways we can talk about the songs in a second yeah so i do need to share i don't i may cut this out or i may not you know, I, you know me, I don't do much editing listeners, but um, I have already recorded an episode with a wonderful fan, um, Sylvan Groth. And um, she told the story that her grandparents were Hyatt fans. Oh, my which God. Convinced her mother to be Hyatt fans. And the reason I'm bringing this up is. Um, when um, Sylvan was like 11 or 12, 
her mother and her took a trip to Florida and they had a Hyatt mixtape on. And every time Drive South came on, her mom said, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Yeah. (laughs) And last time we talked about that Memphis in the meantime started us on our journey. So Drive South starts our journey this time. Uh, Actually was a hit by uh, Susie Bogus. Was a number two country hit for her in 1993. Um. I just love Drive South. I just think it is a great start to the album. It, you know, you put that CD in or you start it on yeah. Spotify, wherever you do, and it immediately just it it gets your toe tapping and you're feeling good. Yeah, he kept he kept the the tradition going. You know, like yeah, the the first song on the album sets the tone, and yeah. he's telling you this is going to be a great ride. We're going to have a yeah. great time. We're going to laugh. We're going to cry. We're going to, yeah. we're going to joke. We're going to, mm-hmm. we're like, we're going to do it all right. That's, yeah. that's, you're going to listen to this album. You're going to feel all the feelings. Right? Yeah. 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 And, um, and there's, as we talk about the, the humor, right. There is that where he says, um, baby, me and you, we can go down with a smile on, ain't going to pack my nylons. Just let those legs show. Cause it gets hot. Down where, down we're, where going. we're going. <laughs> it's just just such a fun, fun uh song. I, I yeah. love that. It's not just that song, is, it's not just that song that's fun, also. Like Tennessee Plates is also like a blast. And it's also like I think like I think that movie might have been in which which song was in Thelma and Louise? I, I always I think it was Tennessee Plates. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, there's so many great songs. Actually, Georgia Ray is a really nice song, too. I, I, th- I didn't a, even know it was about his daughter. I found that out this yeah. week. Yeah. As a parent, yeah. right? Georgia Ray is really, really beautiful. Um, I did want to talk about Tennessee Plates. Um, a little bit of Darlington County working on the highway. Yeah. That sure. kind of feel, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, um, and I, I, I think it's it's got a great it's a very upbeat um yeah. yeah the georgia ray is uh about his daughter uh, he if you um know he is um, a blended family yeah. uh, and his um he had a daughter his uh his second wife had or I guess third wife i but she she had a child and then georgia ray was their combination yeah and it's such a i remember um jimmy buffett did little miss magic on Mm -hmm. coconut telegraph i think which is about his daughter you know about a baby but georgia ray is just um so much fun uh great lyrics and one of those songs that make me smile um you know it's I think that's it's super good. Um, right. She is beautiful. She is small. She don't want to play basketball. Right. <laughs> that's a great line, actually. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no telling what she might do when her doing days are through. But right now she can't even crawl. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're just so great. Yeah. Um, any other songs that you well, want to talk about? Let's. I mean, the two the two m- most known and most iconic songs are "Slow Turning" and yeah. "Feels Like Rain." You talked yeah. about "Feels Like Rain" uh, uh, with Betsy. 
Yeah. I mean, what a gorgeous song. I mean, it's yeah, that's like I I talk about the humor and we talk about the funny lyrics there. There isn't in Feels Like Rain. Feels Like yeah. Rain is a love song. If you want it to be, I guess, you know, um, it's really gorgeous. I don't know if you've heard the Buddy Guy version of it. Um, no, I will need to. Oh, it's it's special. I mean, it's really mm-hmm. the first time I heard the Buddy Guy version. I actually thought that he wrote the song. Yeah. I thought John Hyatt maybe covered it. I was like, <laughs> wait, wait, this can't yeah. be. It doesn't work that way with John Hyatt. Um, so, I mean, that's that. And I mean, I believe it's the last song on the album, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I mean, and that's a great way to close it because it's gorgeous. Um, but I mean, for me, the best song on the album is Slow Turning. I think Slow Turning is his most, n- maybe most known song. I mean, I other so. than the other than like Thing Called Love because of Bonnie yeah. Raitt. But um, yeah. I, it's my my favorite one. I love I just love the whole jingle jangle arrangement. Mm-hmm. And it's full of humor, right? Like it's full of humor. I thought our um, house was haunted because nobody said boo to me. I wrote I never, that. Never got what I wanted. Now I get what I need. <laughs> But for me, it's like, um, I don't know. Do you ever hear the, there's a live version of this. Maybe it's live in London. It's, it's an official okay. release, okay. right? And yeah. he's, they're playing the song and then he, he stops the song in the middle and they're, he's telling a story. And, yeah. and the story is about how his, his wife got a babysitter and uh, they were going to go out driving tonight in the, his car and they're going to have the night to themselves. Yeah. And then, uh oh, the babysitter fell through and now the kids have to come with and they're in the car yeah. together. And then you know where it's going if you know the song. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm in my car. I've got the radio down and now I'm yelling at the kids in the back because they're banging like Charlie Watts. And then, of course, you think you've come so far in this one horse town and she's laughing that crazy laugh because you haven't left the parking lot. For me, that encapsulates like it's everything. It's like this is just when you have kids and Jesse, you know, like there's crazy times, there's weird times. And if you can't laugh at yourself and laugh with your kids and just just say, what the hell, you know, yeah. and just throw your hands up and say, this is what it is. This is what it is. You know, um, that that's what it's all about. You know, it's just enjoying enjoying the moment, you know. You know, I when Charlie Watts passed. Yeah. The um, first thing I thought of was this song. First thing I thought. Absolutely. <laughs> it was the first thing I thought. And then everyone started telling the stories about him. And like that one time, you know, he he went and told Mick, you know, I'm not your drummer. You're my singer. Yeah. yeah. So uh, but yeah, I immediately thought of that. And and I think you're right. There are your kids chris and linda and i some of your best times are not when you plan this you know you don't have anything elaborate planned you don't just something kind of happened and it became a memory that you repeat over and over again and yes, you tell that exactly story. some yeah. kind of quirky little story and you were here and you were there and your yeah. kid said this and my son said that and my daughter did like we have like there's just crazy times that you're always going to remember you know like yeah and they seem so weird and goofy and they're your memories you know so yeah so yeah. um I, the one we bring up often is um we were gonna go we had gotten we had gotten reservations at one of the best steakhouses in dallas for christmas eve dinner 
I mean, we're going all out. Right. Okay. Right. And we get there and it's, there's no windows. You can't see anything outside. And Linda gets claustrophobic. Oh no. And it's hot and she's sick. Oh no. And so, (laughs) and I should get Chris to tell the story because he's like, um, I'm like, she's sick. There's no way we're going to be able to eat. And so the waiter's like, well, you know, we can mark this to go. And I look at Chris and like, I'm not paying $35 for a steak to go. To go, right. Right? So they said, okay, well, we can cancel the steaks. We'll, we'll bring you your appetizer that you ordered. We'll give you your salads that you ordered because we've already made those and we'll let you out. I'm like, okay, okay, we'll go. So we get and we get home. And Linda's like, oh, I'm just too sick to eat. I'm too sick to eat. And Chris and I are like, okay, well, we're hungry. So we ordered pizza and it's hard to find someplace Christmas Eve, right? Oh, but we ended up difficult. finding someplace, get it. And then Linda eat all our pizza. Oh, she no. feeling bell. And so Chris tells the story all the time. Like, hey, you remember on Christmas Eve when dad's like, I ain't paying for no steak to go. Yeah. And Linda gets embarrassed, but it makes us laugh. And that was not anything planned. It just, it's a yeah. perfect thing. You haven't left the parking lot yet. You haven't left. It's just, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. Um, this is, um, it'll come to you is a great uh paper thin mm-hmm. paper uh, thin another great song great. yeah and i li- i told you i listened to all week to the album and yeah. a song that i always liked but then i completely re rediscovered this week and yeah. that's the song that i listened to the most the last two days yeah is is anybody there you, you know yes this one? yes it's so uplifting it has this gospel choirish mm-hmm. background singing yeah um it's really a beautiful song. Yeah. And and of course, like you always say, Jesse, everything always comes back to Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. <laughs> so this is another song about a guy asking a girl to get in a car and to go yeah. off on a great adventure. Now, I'm not sure if he's asking her to get into the car or just to walk with him. But, you know, the song ends with we could hit that road in a flash of lightning. Maybe it won't be so frightening. And it's it's really like the same theme, you know. He's she's asking her to come with and and go on that great adventure together. And you know, I now need to go listen to this again. Um the episode you haven't got to hear yet. <clears throat> Michael Elliott and I connected perfectly good guitar and the wish. Oh wow. Right? Because you think yeah. about it, right? Both of them are about wanting guitars. Yeah you know and uh and so i'm now going to listen to this and then thunder road and the connection of get on the road together right but what did Uh, you say in the other episode that i heard you say there's something with tunnel of love yeah tunnel of love um you know the whole idea of it is you have to go you know it is the story of a relationship yeah and you know this i think in a lot of ways um stolen moments is a story of relationship too yeah right you know and that makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah yeah and um i know that one of the things that sylvan said in her episode that when she found out that john's older brother killed himself and then her father let his father left and then with the seven little indians yeah it's seven children lyric, right yeah it's yeah. lyric it just connects 
So yeah, um, you know, one of the things that, uh, and there are CDs out there or albums where people cover John's songs. Tons. Uh, and, you know, um, Angel Eyes, I think, you know, from Jeff Healy Band, right, is one of his better known. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, Bonnie Raitt did the one. We already talked about uh, Susie Bogus. Um, it is, you know, Aaron Neville covered Feel Like Rain. Uh, so he is known as a better, he is better known as a songwriter than he is a performer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, absolutely. Um, any other thoughts about well, the album? you asked me, you asked me in the episode, like, yeah, pre notes, uh, right. Any bad tracks? Like, look, there's not a bad track. I'm right. gonna say gun to my head. I, I'm not the hugest fan of Icy Blue Heart. And I know okay. it's on every live album and he really likes it, right? And I think it's a fan favorite, but I never yeah. connected with it so much, you know? So so I would have said Trudy and Dave. But I like that song. Till I started listening to it <laughs> yeah. this week. And then I went, all right, that's not yeah. a bad little, you know, song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And uh, so, I, yeah, I ended up I, I ended up liking it, too. I, I think it's really well done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, if I gave if I gave Bring the Family nine out of ten, uh, I gave it nine out of ten hamsters. <laughs> yeah. I would give this eight point nine Charlie Watts. Ooh, ooh, I like that. I like that. I mean, that a it's lot. like it's a nine out of ten too, but I think it's just I think it's like one tinch of a notch below bring the family. That's you know, yeah. 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 Well, I'm gonna give I agree with you. I'm gonna do eight by nine flashes of lightning. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, because that was just really well done. Um, it makes me want to go back and listen to more John Hyatt. Well, the thing is, I really only listen to Bring the Family and 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 slow turning this week because i knew that's what i was going to talk about with you so i i i really need to go listen to stolen moments and perfectly good guitar i have like a craving for them now yeah i agree i i i want to do that too i uh and little village do you have anybody that's going to talk about little village no no one is i know it was like a flop and like they had high hopes for it because it was the band from bring the family together again yeah it didn't do as well as they thought but i really love that album. i think it's mm-hmm. funny i think the songs are great i think there's some songs on there that are just like i don't know how the hell they could have written them like i don't know the song don't think about her when you're trying to drive like it's just a crazy song yeah uh that's good uh yeah so i am going to see him coming up in september i'm very excited about seeing it uh any final thoughts um Go and listen to some John Hyatt music. Pick up Bring the Family, Stolen Moments, Slow Turning. They're all great albums. If you like a little bit more rock in your diet, then Perfectly Good Guitar is, is you know, up your alley, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I, I encourage everybody to listen to some John Hyatt. He's a supremely underrated artist. Yeah, I do think that that is well said. It is someone... I think I also think that Bruce fans would enjoy him. I think that there are albums that if they went to, they'd go, oh, I I see a little similarity. He is. He does sound a little like Elvis Costello at times, Mm. but he is. um, And, you know, um, he does a version of Johnny 99 that I like. It does. You Mm, know, that's good. good. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, you know, I think it's great. Um, All right. Skip. 
if someone wants to reach you or mm-hmm. tell us a little about that podcast, how to reach <laughs> you on there. <laughs> I, well, I mentioned it already. So yes. Um, you know, what do you guys got coming up next? We don't know. We're supposed to record on Saturday okay. and we're, we're going back and forth on text about like what the episode's going to be. We don't know we're, we're, we can't come to an agreement on a topic and it's on it's, it's out of laziness because we don't want to prepare. <laughs> so if like, I propose a topic and Josh is like, that's too much research. And then, and then, and I'm like, well, if you think that's too much research, like the other ones I was proposing, cause we have a list, we have like a right. Google doc, you know, I'm like the other ones need even more work, you know? So, um, we're not sure, but we'll come up with something like it'll all, it always, always comes together when we, uh, when we record and the beauty of our thing is like, often we we're kind of like, uh, I have no idea what he's going to say. I don't, he has no, I, I, he always starts the show. Like Josh always starts the show. Right. Hey, Skip, today we're going to talk about Ozark. And he goes, mm-hmm. but before we get to that, I got to tell you something weird. And then he tells me some kind of crazy story. And, right. and I never know what, like, I always ask him, do you know how you're going to start the show? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know how I want to start. I'm like, okay, let's go hit record and let's do it. <laughs> so now what you can do this time is you could say, oh, well, Josh, I need to tell you about I recorded with our friend yes. of the show, Jesse. So. No, he, he texted me while we were recording because he probably <laughs> wants to talk about the episode on Saturday. Very so, nice. Well, I appreciate yeah. that. So skipandjosh.com has all the links of where you can subscribe to our episodes. And of course, it's very easy because it's on all the places where you get all the podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify. Uh, my favorite podcast app is Overcast. I don't know if you use that. It's an ios only app but it's terrific um and yeah so uh we're on twitter at skip and josh facebook you can find our show page you can email us skip and josh show at gmail.com mm-hmm. and we like i mentioned last episode i read every mail facebook comment interaction i try to you know shout out everybody who listens and who interacts yeah. with us on social media yeah. yeah and uh so um how do you think your Eagles are going to do? I think we're going to have a great year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited for the season to start. Uh, we're in this weird spot now and there's nothing going on in sports. Now, if you're not a baseball fan, you have nothing to right. watch. Right. I mean, yeah. Golf, we're not even allowed to talk about golf on our show, even before mm-hmm. all this live golf stuff. Like we don't yeah. talk about golf cause it's boring, but yeah. uh, there, there's nothing really going on in sports right now. So it's like we're in this weird spot where we need a few more weeks to get to the NFL training camps. And then all before we know it, we'll be at Labor Day and the season will start. Yeah, I have high hopes for the Eagles. It's Eagles and Cowboys in the NFC East, obviously, like the other teams, the other two teams are no good. So So. the Cowboys are already at training camp. Yeah. And so uh, my sports station, I listen to the ticket has been broadcasting live. Um, I am trying not to buy the hype. Chris oh, and no, I are you both can't listen are like, to anything that goes no, on no, in training yeah, camp. Like, yeah. no, but I, we're just saying that right every year. And he still says the moment they score the first touchdown, we're going to be screaming and yelling. But Start the, the, reality, parade, the, Super right, Bowl the parade. reality is, is yeah. uh, I, if I could get kind of serious and kind of tongue in cheek a little bit. Um, my my son always says that he just wants to get to the NFC championship game. Like it's been so long since the Cowboys have done anything. Just get to the game. 
you guys should have lower goals than that. You guys should have let's win a playoff game. One. Exactly. One. Exactly. So um, so to get serious for a minute, you know, as most of my listeners know, uh, my mom had a stroke. And so we are um, it's she is out of danger, but she still cannot move her left arm. She cannot move her left leg. And so uh, everyone's like, oh, we're pulling, pulling. And I'm just like, I just want her to be able to eat and drink on her own. Right. right? Like that's you know, change like, your expectations. Yeah, right. Save yeah. the expectations. So, yes, um, we you know, I'm saying getting to the NFC championship game is our version of a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yes, we just want them to win. Do you someone told me the last time the Cowboys went to the playoffs two years in a row was like 2005, 2006. Oh, yeah. That's because how long the, it's been. The NFC East has this big tradition of like every year there's a new winner. Yeah. Um, but this year it's it's still like it's been around five years now, you know, it's Eagles or yeah. Cowboys. So, yeah, because um, yeah, the Giants I mean, have not been good and nor no. the Washington football team. No, terrible. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. But yeah. I have high hopes for the Eagles. I think they've assembled a great team um, and it's all going to hinge on the quarterback. If he can really become a star or like how far can he take them? You know? So, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we should. Uh, uh, we will do a pe- We should do a bet. So if, if, if the, if the, if the Eagles win the East, I will take a picture of, I will get an Eagles baseball cap and I will do a whole podcast wearing the Eagles cap. And then if the Cowboys do it, you do it. Same with the Cowboy cap. I have better. My friend has a Cowboys helmet. I'll take that and I'll wear it. (laughs) I love it. Thank you, my friend. Skip, this is always a joy. I I love, I, I could talk to you every week. Just love to. not even for the podcast, just set up and talking. It's just a blast. Sure. Awesome. So, That's so good. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Uh, listeners, go be kind to each other. Go check out some John Hyatt music. Go check out Skip and Josh's podcast. I hope your NFL team does well, except for the weeks they're playing the Eagles and the Cowboys. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye. Talk to you soon, everyone. Bye. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation, and I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter, at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. We have a website, www.setlessingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store where you can purchase Set Lessing Bruce shirts as well as a Mary Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash, and right now who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talking. 
hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, Set Listing Bruce. The theme for Set Listing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.